This is Pastoring Out Loud, podcast for Bethlehem Baptist Churches, South Campus in Lakeville, Minnesota. If you're interested in learning more about our church, go to Bethlehem.church forward slash south. Dave, it has been a hot minute since we have done a podcast. Yes, it has been. Like six weeks or two months? Yeah, it's been a hot minute. It's been, it's yeah. been hot. That is true. Um, we are coming in on this podcast, this Zoom edition, because uh, I am a quarter of a world away. Yep. And Dave is in the comfort of his own home. I am in the comfort of Chris and Katie Bruno's back deck overlooking the Pacific Ocean on Hawaii. Wow. Sounds hard. That view you showed me before looked hard, too. Looked yeah. Really difficult. You know. You know we we endure all things for the sake of the elect. <laughs> That's good. So it has been a hot minute. Uh, this doesn't need to be the random question, but just why? What's been like? Why haven't we been recording? Um, busy. It's been busy. Um, I mean, so you, going on for sure. You're uh, you've been helping the youth transition and getting to your new job. Obviously, there's been lots of extra meetings, lots of extra uh, things at Bethlehem going on that require a lot of attention. So I think that, you know, there have been several days where we've been set up to try to do something and then something else comes up. Yeah, yeah I think this is Saturday. What what date is this? Like Saturday, the 7th of August. I think yep. even last week, um, I had ambitions that we were going to uh, record a podcast and uh, I'm like five time zones away and my body just was not having any of it. I think I was going to try to get up early and do it with you like noon your time and my body wouldn't handle it. So, or I just forgot. Could have been one of those. One, you know, and then one day I, uh, I just had to blow you off because something else came up for me. So you're a popular guy, Dave. So Dave, uh, right now, on Wednesday mornings, you are preparing to preach through the book of Genesis. Yeah. Seen some of that work in your weekly emails. Um, it's been a joy. Uh, I don't think I sent you my notes for the last three chapters being out of town, but I, I wrote them up. I need to send them to you. Just what's been sweet about studying the book of Genesis in preparation for starting that in January? Yeah, well, this is this is actually the first time I've done a group like this, this far ahead. And so there's a group of six of us. And honestly, throughout the past month or so that we've been doing it, it's it's been the highlight of my week, just getting together with five other people. So you and you and Nick and then three other women and uh, just looking at looking at the book together. So what we do is we we all read it and make notes ahead of time and then we read the chapter out loud and then we just take some time to comment, comment on it and say what we see and then what might be helpful from what we see for our South campus. So it's, it's fun. Like, like even this last week, you missed that one cause you're suffering in Hawaii, but this last week we were talking and even as we were, we were recounting the story of Noah and you know, this, this very strange story where he, he's just gotten off of the ark and, uh, you know, he's, he, he, he plants a vineyard and he's drunk and then he's laying naked and the one son, uh, 
kind of mocks and uh, points out his his nakedness. And then the other two, you know, they, they cover him up. And it was just fun as we were all sitting there reading it and just talking about it. And we all of a sudden all realized there's a garden and there's fruit and he's naked. And there's a, there's a, there's this, there's this guy who's aligned to the serpent who points out his nakedness to him. And then there's this line of promise, like the promised offspring that covers his nakedness, covers his shame. And I mean, it's just, it's like, boom. Yeah, exactly. Head explode. And, and just worshipful, you know, worshipful to just see the Bible come together, see Christ uh, in, in every single chapter, Christ as our ark who takes us through the, the waters of judgment. I mean, just over and over, over, and over again, I actually said to the women, because it was just the three women and me uh, this last week. And I said to them, this, if this feels dangerous to me because it's hard for me to not want to start preaching it immediately because I'm just, <laughs> I'm just so excited. So it's, that's been really fun. It's, that's been a, a highlight. And so what we're doing is just three chapters a week. And we'll do that all the way basically through November. And then we'll start that series the last week of January, Lord willing, um, at the South Campus. So looking forward to it. It's been fun, worshipful, good for my soul, and fun to, fun to just discover the Bible with other people. So I am, uh, I'm thinking 75 sermons to get through Genesis. Do you think that that's reasonable? I I think I think we'll probably get through it in that or less. Um, less. Yeah, I think so far. I mean, I could look. I have written down somewhere. So far, I think that we, as we've gone through, one of the things we do at these meetings is say, "So, how many sermons do you think for this chapter?" As we kind of put together the themes and the pieces, and so far, I think through nine chapters, I think there's twelve or thirteen sermons. So. You know, it, it probably, I think it'll be a little bit more than 50 because there's 50 chapters in the book of Genesis, but I don't know if it'll be quite 75. We'll see. There, I mean, there's some chapters you kind of got to hang out in for a while, so I don't know yet. Well, hopefully it will be done in time for you to go on your sabbatical, if you go on a sabbatical in 2023, so that I can preach all of the revelations <laughs> for while you're gone. You let me do that, Dave? That's fine, man. You do a great oh. job. All right. Thanks. And it's about the word, right? So it is all about the word. Basically preach the word and you do, you do that well. So I'd be happy for you to preach a whole series. I don't want the whole series, man. Not by any means. Just, if I'm just gone. more reps. If I'm gone. So this is the first episode of really a third season of the podcast. That's right. We have seasons to this podcast. And really we've just been aiming like every six months or so is a season. Um, God willing, over the next few weeks, we're going to pick up the pace again. Um, the goal is to have another listener mailbag episode because there are like a bunch. There's a bunch of people uh, that at the back end of the last, um, yeah, last season just had a whole bunch of questions. That's great. We're going to look to address uh, several of those in the listener mailbag and take several of them as their own episodes. Uh, we're hoping to um, also do this particular week. So this episode should be released on, I think, Tuesday. Um, the 10th, um, and then hopefully on Friday, whatever day that is, the 14th or the 13th, um, we're going to do an episode on the next 100 days. Today, we're talking about the last 100 days in the life of our churches, really, uh, both the South 
downtown and north. Last 100 days, starting really at the beginning of May, yeah, there's been a lot that's been going on at Bethlehem South and, yes, certainly Bethlehem downtown uh, as well, and really across our, our three uh, congregations. So, Dave, just, you know, 10,000 feet, what's happened at South Campus? What's happened in terms of some of the, the things that have been taking place, the moving pieces and the things that have changed as COVID has, has settled down some? Yeah, yeah, it, it's... Uh... I was actually thinking the other day how many things have changed just at the South Campus. It's easy to easy to lose sight of that in this season, but you know we we are back to we've been back to meeting without masks, no social distancing. Uh, we're back to a, a 10 a.m. start time, and we've really been seeing lots and lots more people come back the last month or so, which is obviously just really sweet uh, to worship with the body in a more full way. You know, since May, you know, you and uh, Nick and uh, Nathan are in your new spots, um, your new roles, kind of get settling into those, all doing a really, really good job. And so I'm really thankful for that. Holly, uh, we, we brought her on back in January, but she assumed the role fully at the end of May. And she's just done a really, really good job as well. We've had a bunch of backyard barbecues um, where we've just been fellowshipping with good food from Kim and enjoying each other, trying to catch up on fellowship. And then we've just been preaching to the book of Acts and uh, worshiping and loving each other uh, throughout the summer. So, I mean, a lot of, a lot of changes, uh, a lot of good changes, I think at the South campus, a lot of encouraging things have happened. Um, Youth camp happened. Women's Bible study has gone really, really well. Men's Bible studies are up and going with higher attendance every single round that they take place. I think Nick's knocked it out of the park with worship. Uh, he's getting ready to launch Truth on Fire in adult Sunday school in the fall. You uh, have done a great job of getting us prepared to be hospitable as a church. And I know you're getting ready to dig into small groups. And I think Nathan is settling into his role. So, uh, yeah, I mean, when it comes to South Campus and worship and people and just the testimonies I hear about what God's doing in a lot of different ways. Um, I, th this has been a largely encouraging summer just for, to see God at work in, in all those ways. So. Yeah. I'd really enjoyed, especially Wednesday nights and the no slash low agenda, just time to fellowship. And I've got a distinct memory of 40 or 50 kids. It felt like, and, and actually it might've actually been playing Gaga ball in a uh, makeshift Gaga ball pit in the driveway while parents were standing around calling who was out and clapping and laughing, and, uh, you know, other lawn games and other fun and uh, grilling. And I think those are going to go all the way through the end of the summer. Um, we haven't always done that, but this year we've sought to do that basically from uh, the very beginning of June till the end of August with a few exceptions for some other things going on. That has been really sweet. I also have enjoyed um, kind of shifting from, uh, front of the house with youth ministry to the back of the house, think about small groups and evangelism. Um, loved that we got in on the parade for Panaprog. Yeah, uh, yeah. Had a bunch of, had, a, had well, a bunch, had a few families just come visit. Um, and maybe they might still be around. I haven't been you know, at, at South really uh, the last week or two. But I'm excited about uh, this season of life at South. 
and definitely even just my my uh, stuff i'm officing here in hawaii um, mm. but just picking up the pace with small groups and some other things to um yeah really get a better handle on what's going on with small groups uh number in conversation with the number of people trying to get connected with small groups really raising the awareness of that um and then hopefully moving more in the direction of welcoming and seeking to be hospitable especially on sundays for our visitors and others and enlisting the body to do that i'm really excited about this season itself so while all these things were going on at south um we also started in may with uh, the resignation of a beloved pastor Ming Jin, and then in june with brian pickering's resignation and then yeah last month in july with jason meyer's resignation so although things have been going uh, certainly well maybe if you consider just south um, by itself that's certainly you know been challenges uh, downtown and therefore affecting us too um, and you were particularly close to you know jason the last number of years so uh, just you know maybe reflect for a little bit dave like uh, and you know this is a public podcast and everything else but this is again for our people south yeah. seeking to pastor anybody else can listen in but we're we're seeking to to love our people south just reflect for a minute on just like uh your relationship with jason and your relationship with the other pastors i mean for my part i love all of those men and have dear memories and ministry alongside each of them brian and i were elected as elders the same evening mm -hmm. in 2017 um, ming jin and i uh, haven't always been super tight, but got memories of serving alongside him as he was uh, launching into loving the city right after George Floyd's death. Um, and certainly have tons of memories with Jason over the years. But yeah, just what would be how we reflect on our on our particular season here, and maybe particularly with those three guys. Yeah, hard season, uh, hard season overall. Like you said, I think that. Uh, just the grief of, of losing, losing shepherds is always hard. You know, I've just been praying regularly for the downtown flock, uh, losing three shepherds that were really, really on the ground in shepherding there. Uh, that's, that's just a hard thing. Um, so just been praying for them. And, and obviously, it, I just think it's been a time for the elders to really dig in, reflect in about what, you know, what God has for us to learn trying to sift through a lot of different information. Obviously, like you said, we've been a little bit on the outside looking in uh, from the South Campus, but trying to kind of crawl into it and wanting to do our due diligence and helping and thinking and evaluating. And my desire is that we would just see all we need to see uh, and repent of all we need to repent of and learn all we need to learn so that on the other side of this, we'd be healthier however we need to be. Um, as far as those three men go, you know, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't terribly close with Brian or Ming, but certainly, I mean, especially in the last summer, just really appreciated Ming's mobilization for a city in need. I just, I just have loved his heart. <laughs> just, he, he loves people. Um, and he loves, he loves us. Um, and, and, uh, certainly love him and appreciate his heart. You know, I, was, I wasn't that close with Brian but certainly have heard of and known a lot of people who he, he really impacted their lives 
in a good way for the sake of Christ. You know, one of those people even being Stacy, who I know, um, you know, did some of her, some of her, I think, counseling training with him as she was going through her master's program, did some of that with him. So I know that, uh, you know, there's just even fruit from him right on our staff team. I'm so grateful for Stacy and so grateful for him for his role in that too. And yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, the Jason thing, it's uh, interesting. Uh, you know, he and I have never agreed on everything. <laughs> and that's just been uh, part of the, the beauty of our relationship. So, you know, I, I really, I really love him. And uh, it, the tears kind of come in waves these days as I just think about him not being here. I said to my, my wife, it's funny because I'm, I'm probably talking to him more <laughs> than you know we have in years actually i just you know at least a few times a week just checking in and talking to him just uh but right now my, my folks just been trying to be a good friend to him i uh, want to be a good friend to him in this season want to love him in this season i still love him he still loves me that's not up for grabs um can understand some of where he's coming from with some of the things he says and and would and, and we've had lots of conversations about things that I would maybe want to press on or, or talk to him about in, in different areas. He wouldn't care if I said that. So, yeah, I mean, you know, our relationship started in a little closet on the, on the second floor of, of the downtown campus. That closet was supposedly his office, but it was definitely a closet. And we sat knee to knee for many hours as he uh, really – uh, challenged me to be a husband and a, a godly husband and a godly dad and uh, to love Jesus more. So there, there's not someone else in the world that I can attribute my formation as a, a man <laughs> to more than him. So obviously it's, it's been hard. You know, it, I, I didn't, you know, I mean, it might, might just be helpful to say again, this, this wasn't a planned thing. He wasn't planning this all summer on a sabbatical. So it was quite a quick, quick decision, uh, quite a quick turn of events. And so, you know, I was surprised by it too, a little bit of a gut punch. I feel, I feel even with all that, and even those guys, you know, I'm, I'm just been praying you know, that they'll have fruitful ministry other places, that the Lord will bless them, that it'll turn out for the good of Bethlehem as we sift through things and that it'll turn out for their good as they move on to other ministries. And I, despite all the, the hard stuff, you know, I, I still feel hopeful for what God is, is doing, um, among us. And I feel hopeful for what God will do among them. And I'm not, I'm not just saying that that's not just a, you know, it's not just a PR statement for the podcast as I pray. And I talk, talk to Jason and I talk to other elders and I'm a part of a lot of meetings. Um, I really, I really do feel hopeful. Um, and, uh, it, it it's, there, like everything, it's just sorrowful and rejoicing. There, there's, you know, I could, I could pray and talk forever about the things that make me sad right now. Um, and I could pray and talk forever about the things that I'm rejoicing now that God's doing and just learn that that's, that's how it's going to be this side of, you know, East of Eden. I'm going to go back to Genesis, uh, until that new better garden, uh, is is uh is here where there is no more sin or suffering and every tear is wiped away so i'm sad and and i'm and i'm hopeful and rejoicing and lots too i just i, I just encourage you i just encourage people to pray for us and pray for each other um i i really do feel like 
you know, it's, it's easy to spend a lot of time on the internet. It's easy to spend a lot of time on social media. And, and I'm not saying this as a, as a bash, I'm not against those things. They can be stewarded for good, but it's just so easy to not be quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to anger. It's so easy to be quick to speak, <laughs> quick to anger, slow to listen. And I just think we need a lot of listening, a lot of the fruit of the spirit and a lot of prayer right now. Amen. So this is Saturday, um, whatever it is, August 7th. Um, God willing, today, a letter going out from the whole elder council, um, you know, written in some measure by you, Dave, and the lead team, um, just responding to Jason's resignation letter, which is public on the internet. Um, yeah, and I think from there, uh, a lot of conversations will happen with South elders, with their care groups. I know a couple South elders that are getting uh, their entire care groups together at parks in the next couple of weeks and just doing that. I'm going to seek to do something like that, although it might be smaller because my house is smaller, uh, you know, a couple of smaller things upon my return from Hawaii. Yeah, the South elders want to hear, want to listen and want to have the trust south and including just you know knowing that south congregants in as much as they are accountable to each other mm -hmm. we too are south congregants That's we right. are members yep. at south campus and so we too are accountable and we want right. uh to lean in there and not lean out it's different ways so um, if you're listening to this and you're a member of South Campus, um, reach out to your elder or as per the norm, you hear from your elder pretty regularly. Engage with us, please, uh, in the midst of this season at Bethlehem. Anything else you'd want to say, Dave, for the podcast? Uh, I, I think this is helpful to say, um, maybe just to describe, you know, as a plurality of elders, there's a lot of times where we have to wrestle through things and, you know, try to arrive at a place where we do what we think is the, the best collective good for our people. Um, and, and yet, um, on this particular issue, as we're sifting through a lot of what Jason has said and we're, we're wrestling through it, it's just good to know that there's just a lot of different opinions from different elders on different things. You see Nick getting home right now. I'm actually at Nick's house. I'm staying with Nick for the weekend, but there he is. Nick Say Rohn. hi, Nick. Nick Rohn is in the house. Hello. You got tanned in Canada. Musky yes. fishing. Yeah. Musky fishing. Not in Canada. That's not open yet. But what I was saying before Nick so rudely came to his own house is that um, as a plurality on this one, there's just there's a lot of different uh, thoughts and nuance to thoughts about a lot of different things. And, and frankly, it's, I think this is going to take a while to sift through. And, and the, the thing I've been encouraged by is that I think the elders south in particular are pretty unified, not uniform, but unified. And the other thing I'm encouraged by is that I think that the elders south, the elders downtown, the elders north are committed to, to doing that, to we're, we're going to talk, we're going to sift through these things, we're going to take them seriously, we're going to push and pull on each other in, I think, healthy ways, and, uh, but it's just good to say that, you know, we don't, there, there's, there's, there's stuff that we need to learn, and we, we want to learn it, and 
And I mean, people know what we think already about this, but I, I just think one of those things to look at is start structure and what it means to try to, to, to do accountability and responsibility across three very different places, both among elders and among elders and congregants. I think that this situation has highlighted the, uh, the, the difficulties and the dysfunction with that reality. So just committed to, committed to looking into that more too and want to be as healthy as we can. Amen. May it be, Lord. May the Lord help us. Dave, thanks for uh, joining me from a quarter of a world away. Awesome, man.